I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we coming from a basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to another episode of the Podcastianos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined as always by a man who wakes up every morning feeling like feeling P- like P. P. Diddy. Diddy. It's Eric Darn Wayne. Right. Eric, how are yeah. you this evening? I feel like P. Diddy. Was, I'm doing great, man. And any That's big what... happenings for you this weekend? Um, so I posted a couple of pictures, but I was at the Kesha concert on Friday night. And before you say it, you know, you might say, Eric, you know, that's stupid, super lame to go to a Kesha concert. Here's the thing. I don't care. It was fun. I got I got to know, how did this come about? Because my let me tell you, okay. my brother, my little brother, he's 10 years younger than me, which makes it a little more reasonable. He just loves like campy, cheesy pop music. He's saw he saw Katy Perry. He's gone to see, you know, all these all these acts. And he's like, Kesha's coming to town. Do you want to go? And so my wife and I, yeah, yeah, we'll go with you. So we got good seats. We're in the third row. So it was mostly for my brother, but I was. It was fun. So you were all up in Kesha's business. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) the best part was when she turns around and takes her, like, chaps off. And she's like, now it's time for me to take my ass out. This is my natural habitat. (laughs) I'm like, okay, thanks, Kesha. But, like, she's just self-aware enough to make it work. At a funny level, but also like serious enough for like her fans or whatever. It was it was really fun. I was kind of assuming that this was like your your daughter was super into her or something. No, 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 not not quite yet. Thank goodness. Um, so I'm I'm curious. What, what are the demographics on a oh. Kesha concert? Okay, so it was. Uh, 75% female, I would say. And the men, the males that were there were, how do I put this delicately? Um, they weren't concerned about showing a macho or masculine uh, vibe. 
Uh, how is that fair? That that they, were, they fair. were comfortable with the situation. There was a lot of glitter in beards and chest hair, and just yeah, it was. Yeah, they were comfortable with themselves. That was that was great. I'm not I'm not giving anybody a hard time, but I felt like a burly macho man. Which is, I mean, you you absolutely are. Uh, so did you go in with any familiarity with her music? I actually was going to, oh, sure. I was going to pepper this, this show with Kesha references. And then I realized I don't actually know any Kesha references. <laughs> so that would have taken research. Um, no, I know. I mean, they play her on the radio all the time, right? Yeah. So I could list a half dozen Kesha songs and you would know them. Okay. Um, and overall, and I, overall, uh, you know, outcome, would, would you go back to see her again? Where does she rank on your all-time concerts have attended? It? <laughs> I don't know if I would go back to to the same show. I would spend money to go like do something else. But I do not regret having gone this time. Speaking of other concerts that you would go go to see, uh, this brings us to this week's leadoff question: What would be your ideal concert? Oh man. Um, so I thought about this a little bit, but one album that I listen to all the time is Daft Punk's Alive album. It's a live recording of a show that they did, and I've listened to that a hundred times. And just because you, you, it's a live album, so you hear the people like che- cheering in the background and kind of responding to what they're doing. I think that would be pretty high up for me. I'm kind of an EDM nerd. So Daft Punk or maybe Justice, uh, something like that would be up my alley. They have the um, – I'm, this is way out of my supposed demographic, but they have the Ultra Music Festival in Miami. And I always like check out some of the video for that. It's just like a crazy EDM party. So I have to admit, I never I never would have guessed that. And also, no, I, I've never no. heard of Justice. I, I have no idea who that is. No, I, yeah, I shouldn't confess this to, to people, to yeah. real people. It's okay. It's just me. It's just me and you talking. No, oh, nobody else listens. This is my safe, safe area. It's good. Um, so I think I'm on record uh, on the show and, and everywhere else saying that I don't I don't actually really care all that much for music. Like on the whole, I'm always going to pick a podcast over music. And that's not at all because we podcast. It's more just like I like to learn things and hear people talk as opposed to music. Um, but there's a few acts that I like. Like we saw Matt Kearney down in, in Indy. I've seen Switchfoot kind of like oh, okay. before they were famous. Um, but yeah, there Switchfoot's are, good. There are a precious few acts that I would actually pay money to see. Um, the problem is, is like it, with a concert, you're forced into a room with like a bunch of other people. Yeah. Um, and it's that's... loud. That's half the show, Jordan. Watching the other people and looking around is is a lot of it. Yeah, that's I mean, that's, the, that's the true. Joy of live music. Exactly. Um, but if I, I'm so in this scenario, I'm obviously constructing this show. Um, I would have Taylor Swift open and play <laughs> play nothing off of the latest album, just 1989 and before. Um, and she would, of course, be opening for JT, yeah. Justin Timberlake. Um, which of course would feature an InSync reunion for Bye Bye Bye. I mean that yeah. that's pretty much the dream show for anyone my age. I mean you are, yeah, yeah. you're so basic. <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On Instagram, I am at Jordino four uh, G or Podcastianos at gmail dot com. And we have an email to read out today, so don't let me forget that. Yes. Um, and we love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. 
uh, or whatever other platform you listen to the show on. If you do, make it funny, make us laugh. Um, that's how we how we rocket up the the iTunes charts and how we pay for our Spotify subscriptions and, and all the other luxuries that the show affords us. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And anyway, if you do, t- take a screenshot of it, tweet it at us, um, and we'll read it out and we'll have a good laugh and we can all be best buddies. I'm Blaine Hardy and you're listening to the podcast, Janos. Uh, so it's been another uh, Tiger Z week for the fellas. Um, we put up seven on Cole Hamels and then got absolutely handed to us by Austin Bivens Sturks and, and a shortstop playing catcher. Mm. Um, so I feel like on this on this show, I've discussed that uh, when I pitched, my profile was that of Blaine Hardy. Yep. Watching Austin Bivens Dirks today, I was a left-handed him. Like that that was my skill set. Not throwing hard, not throwing with a lot of movement, just just hitting spots and being wildly on under impressive. Um, but at least I, I did it from the left side. Yeah. I heard his stuff was super soft and just seemed to baffle the hitters. Yes. That's, that's exactly what it looked like. Was it like when Bruce Chen used to face us yes. and we'd shake in our boots every time we'd see Bruce Chen? Yes, because that, that is exactly what it was just, just from the right side. Like that, yeah. that is an excellent comparison. Um, so after getting ourselves to within one game of 500 on June 17th, we are now 40 Ugh. and 52. And get this, we sit just three games out from a top four pick uh, going into the week before the All-Star game, right right where we want to be. We are plummeting fast. Yeah. Um, bit of an odd first half. Uh, how has your watch rate been? Has it gone down at all? It has. I confess, like today, it was a nice day out and I got a call. Want to go disc golf? Yeah. Uh, you know, I had to do this podcast and I owe it to the people to be informed about the Tigers. Don't you think? Yeah. Don't you, do you have a social responsibility? Sure. So I, I looked at my Twitter feed for several minutes and I figured that was the education that I need. But I played <laughs> I played disc golf today. It was great. I was uh, I was par. So that was fine. Um, and uh, I think we have a, a Twitter question about this, but the World Cup has been on. Yes. And there's been a surprising amount of overlap. And I feel like the World Cup comes around once every four years and the Tigers play every day all summer long. Now, I'm going to miss it in the winter. I'm going to miss not having Tigers games on that I can watch. But now it's summer and the sunshine is out and there's World Cup games on. I don't feel particularly guilty about not taking in a game every day. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I've still watched it pretty much all of them but whenever there's been you know i'm either watching the tigers or the world cup like we're following it like at work or whatever i'm you know like you say it comes around every four years i'm, I'm all in on the world cup yeah but, i cannot i never ignore the tigers i'm constantly reading about them i'm interested in them i'm a, a nerd i am a, a consumer of tigers um but I don't feel particularly guilty letting up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we have two negative stories and two positive this stories this week. How would you like to jump into this? Let's go negative first so we can end on a happy smile. All right. Um, some big roster news uh, this week as one of our favorites, a guy that we've been behind, uh, Dixon Machado was designated for assignment. Fortunately, he cleared waivers, um, much like my boy Drew Verhagen. Uh, he's back down to yeah. Toledo. Um, but a pretty staggering fall from a guy who was near the top of the AL doubles chart. Granted, that was the middle of April. It was early. Yeah, he was right out of the gate. Remember, we said, oh, yeah, we trust him far more at the plate. I said this uh, far more at the plate than Iglesias. And he was doing all these amazing things and hitting for some power doubles. And yeah, I'm pretty, man, pretty it, sure I referred to him as a corner, st- a building block. 
a building block. Yeah, Yeah. that was incorrect. And now he got DFA'd. Um, Do you know what I found fascinating? Dixon Machado has been, um, and Evan Woodbury wrote this, Dixon Machado has been with the club for almost a decade. That is nuts. Because he's 26, and these guys can sign when they're 16 out of uh, Latin America. And it's just crazy to think that this guy's been a stalwart, and you risk losing him by DFAing him. But the Tigers must have felt fairly certain that they would be able to retain him. Yeah. Um, even and, and even if not, I mean, his performance was nothing more than a replacement level. Yes, and uh, I was actually looking at some on on Baseball References, so the, the re- Baseball Reference, so their their version of War. Um, yep. He is one of I think Victor is at the bottom, obviously, and I want to say he's he's really? there's somebody in the middle, and then it's him, just in terms of season long wins above replacement. Like he was, he came out of the out of the gates really hot, um, but it's hard to not at this point not just attribute that to you know, getting off to a hot start. Like he hasn't really shown much in the way of flashes since at least May yep. started. Like I went, when they said that, or when I, you know, I got the notification um, from Twitter that he was down. I'm like, yeah. I mean, if he, even if he goes I, claimed, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I guess that's, I was fine. initially, I was initially stunned, but then when the reality of it washed over me, I was like, Oh yeah, I, I guess so. I suppose. I mean, it tugs at your heartstrings a little bit because we kept him on the roster all year last year, not to lose him. And it made me think of Victor Reyes this year, but it's a little different situation, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's still with the organization. I guess, um, some of the technicalities of his contract and so forth, if he wanted to be ensure that he would get paid, like it was in his interest to stay with the club and not to declare free agency, which I guess he could do too. So I guess there's some complications there and it's, it's a little too in the weeds, but I guess it was in his interest to stay with the club too. If so, he wasn't clear. So. so his, his DFA kind of brings us to, to an interesting question. Like what is the cute, what is the future of, you know, the Keystone? What, what's going on up the middle? Uh, Iggy obviously is an impending free agent. Yeah. Um, there, there could be some, some trade movement there. Hard to tell. Um, Nico is obviously balling out right now, but he was yeah. a waiver claim. Um, and aside from Dixon, Lugo, Lugo, yeah. Dowell Lugo is appearing in the futures game over all-star weekend, which is, but, uh, you know, is Isaac Paredes ready? There's no way that he's going to be ready for next year. The, the other, the other three on that, that have middle infield experience on the 40 man, um, are obviously Lugo, Ronnie Rodriguez, and and Sergio Alcantara, who I believe is at Double A, and he clearly won't yeah. be ready for next year. Like, but things look pretty sparse when you th- consider the possibility of losing Iglesias. Like everybody kind of dogged on Iglesias, but like he's he's hitting. Um, he plays obviously exemplary defense. He would be a huge loss for this club. And I. I don't see them bringing him back. At least I not, don't think you can. Not right? not unless he comes back for for you know the veteran minimum or or whatever like that. Like okay, so if he's valuable, is he get traded? Since he's been hitting now, does he have a value over and above his contract? I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I mean, it's I not. It's not a so huge either. contract. Just the, I, so it's kind of the perfect storm. Like we can't trade him, but he's too expensive to retain. Like. I guess. I mean, if, if we can get a Victor Alcantara for him, you know, kind of like the Cameron Mabin deal or, you know, when we 
uh, trying to think when we when he traded Holiday to get Miles J. Like if you can get somebody you can put in your system, the Kinsler deal, I guess you have to do that yeah. um, at the deadline. But man, I don't see anybody you know breaking down our door to try and get Iggy. And that leaves Nico as the only middle infielder <laughs> on the roster going into next year. Obviously, you know, Pete, Pete Cosma's still there, you know, organizational well, I mean, building block. You can block. find somebody to man that spot. But, I mean, what is what is Iglesias? Like a one-and-a-half war player, two-war player? At the, at the very if most. The, at the very most. I mean, those guys don't fall off trees. I mean, he's making, what, four-and-a-half million or something like that this year? So yeah, I, I'm curious to see what kind of contract he signs, regardless of whether it's us or the next club. I mean, it's going to be some significant money. You, you would think. Do you think Tigers fans would be happy welcoming him back? I feel like, I don't know. We, we started so hot on him, and we faded just collectively on him so much. I, I don't even see yeah. like if they resign him that being super welcomed. I, Not that it matters, I, but. No, I. I Especially if it's kind of for more and it's always for more money than fans think because fans think you can give people cheap. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I think fans are probably have fatigued with him a bit. What do, you, what do you think the chances are that we open up with Ronnie Rodriguez at shortstop and Nico at second base opening day next year? Zero. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm sorry. 0.1% chance. I think it's I think it's 25% chance. I think there there's a halfway decent chance that that is the case. I mean, okay. Ronnie Rod is, he's on the 40, man. Like, you know, clearly that's a guy that the organization is interested in seeing. I mean, we'll, we'll certainly find out what he's got here, here coming up. Yep, we will. Okay. A lot so, of games left this year. For better or worse. Um, oh, and I wanted to make one more point. Um, you know, whether you liked the move about Dixon or not, some of the other moves, the Tigers have been fairly decisive in, in moving. Like, we, we, we gave Dixon a half a season to show that he can be the everyday second baseman. He, for the most part, didn't show flashes. It's time to see, you know, if somebody else can be. I, I think that that is something that we've struggled with over the years, and I give it to to Alavila that he he made the call. Um, all right, and they've they've designated in the right spots. Remember Labort? We got rid of him, and everybody was weeping and gnashing their teeth. No, it was fine. Yes, you, he, you, you rarely regret these things. Yeah, just I mean Chad Bell, he's he's come back to haunt us. But other than that, everyone is, has it's been fine. Um, so let's move on to, to Matt Boyd. Um, he has not been very good. Uh, he's raised his ERA every start, uh, since June 2nd. Uh, there, there's been no, uh, no discernible variation in his strikeout or his walk rate. He just hasn't been very good. Um, his ERA on May 28th was 3.00 and today it's 4.58. Like, didn't we kind of predict this though? A little bit. Didn't we kind of call this like, if there was a candidate for some regression, it was Matt Boyd. In fact, we talked about, oh, do you trade Fulmer? Do you trade Boyd? And I was like, no, you don't trade Fulmer. And yeah, you should trade Boyd like yesterday. Well, we didn't trade him soon enough. Like there's he's his home is in Seattle, I guess, or the Pacific Northwest, I guess. Are you so suggesting that, that DePoto comes in and, and, and snags him? We send him out. There was him. there was some rumblings about that even. And, uh, you know, I think it just might be too late. I don't know if they'd be interested in it, interested in him anymore. Now, he's got some good value even to us. You just shouldn't trade him for nothing. He's a he's still an innings eater. Yeah, he's but, a, he's a rotation filler. He just yeah. looked like he could be possibly more than that at various points earlier this year. Um, sure. I think to a large extent, this kind of just is who he is. Like if you can find somebody that'll pay you for um, a Jared Washburn 
type, and you know, you know what we paid for uh, with with Seattle way back in the day. Somebody yeah. is willing to give you that, then yeah, sure. But like you say, there is something valuable about having a guy who you can pretty well bank on to give you two hundred innings of being eh, pretty pretty decent. Like could yeah. certainly be worse. Sure. Um, but yeah, this has been a terrible time. I was actually just thinking about that. Like, ideally, he would have kept this rate up for at least another three or four starts before he starts to to fall apart. Um, mm-hmm. he, he didn't do us uh, a ton of favors and I guess with all the arms coming up, um, it does make him a little bit more expendable if someone is still willing to come in. Um, but yeah, not, not ideal. Right. All what right. Um, let's get happy. Um, there has been some <laughs> things that have been really happy specifically with some of our veteran starting pitchers, uh, Jordan Zimmerman has now turned in six straight really good starts, and his last outing against Texas was um, honestly better than I ever thought we would see him pitch again. Uh, 11 strikeouts over eight innings against against the Rangers. Um, mm-hmm. How how much more do you need to see before you're starting to buy back in on him? Is he a raise like three and a half? I never thought we'd yeah. see that again. It seems like every time we, we throw him under the bus, remember earlier this year, we, I was just trashing on him. And then his next outing, he was awesome. It feels like he just keeps coming back. And I wonder if that's not, if that up and down kind of thing is, is just part of aging. Okay. Like y- you have flashes of brilliance, but it's the frequency just because of how your body responds. I mean, I still think he's, on the downward path of his bell curve for sure. But you still get these flashes of, of really good. And I, I hope there's more of them because he's under contract for a while that big money, but I no, I'm not completely buying into like, Oh, we're getting the Jordan Zimmerman that we had the first eight games when we, we, we signed him. That's the thing. I mean, we're not getting that. Back. You don't need that Jordan Zimmerman. You just need somewhere between that Jordan Zimmerman and last and, year's Zorn, and Jordan trash. Zimmerman. Like if you're somewhere in the middle, he's at least giving you some return on your investment. I mean, he was sure. he was among the worst pitchers in baseball last year. Um, I'm not saying that I'm back in on him, but it does make me think that maybe um, the body is starting to recover a little bit, um, okay. just starting to to settle into more of a groove physically. I mean, he's had a lot of crap go wrong with him over the last two or three years. Like um, just to, to get back into a place where he's more, you know, physically stable is obviously a good thing. Um, they talk- was it his neck. Didn't we talk at the beginning of the year? Like he got an injection that was supposed to last him to the all-star game. Yeah. I mean, he's, that's like, the thing is he's, he's actually due for another injection. Now he might get even better. <laughs> But um, no. one of, one of yeah, the followers, uh, Adam, brought up uh, a stunning parallel to the life of one Jordan Swimmerman. Um, for many of oh. you who don't go this this far back, um, I had this a, is the archives. I, I had a fish um, the first year that we did the show, and it was the first year we had signed Jordan Zimmerman. Um, and at one point, we thought he was dead. Jordan Jordan Swimmerman, speaking of. And then, like, three days later, he just, like, started flapping his fin and just mm-hmm. continued living for another, I don't know, I mean, it's probably another couple of weeks, a month, something like that, before he eventually kicked the can for good. Like, we kind of thought Jordan Zimmerman was, in a baseball sense, dead. And there's been yeah. a little bit of uh, fin Resurrection. Slaughter. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big comparison when you compare it to a fish who has returned from the dead, but... You know, it's a lot to live up to, but I, you know, 
yeah. Live, live, living up to your your aquatic counterpart is is something to something noble. I mean, sure. they they both have two ends in in the the last yeah. name, so swimmer men. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. Gotcha. Um, also, old guy pitching well, Mike Fires. I don't know that I just saw this coming. He obviously is a very streaky pitcher. Like he's made a career off of being yep. good and then not so good and then really good and then not so good. Uh, three straight, three straight quality starts. Um, going back to the end of May, uh, he's given up three earned uh, or less in all but one of his starts. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel I feel like you poo pooed him a lot. Are you starting to come around? <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of the year, I threw him under the bus. Yeah, Fires has been good, and um, with the departure of Basio, um, these some of these pitchers are getting to work a little longer in the game. You know, there was a lot of phobia, and I think some of it rightly so, about letting pitchers work the third time through the lineup. But you're seeing guys, our pitchers, uh, work a little longer. Between Fires and Zimmerman, um, you know, the early Boyd um, and some of the stuff that, that Fulmer's done, starting pitching has not been this club's and problem. truly Liriano, at least to start yeah, with, has, I mean, he, he's yeah. been halfway decent too. Yeah. Absolutely. Starting pitcher is is not this club's problem. I I, I should look up some statistics if I had to use uh, you know a, a personal computer to do so. Um, I bet I bet our starting pitcher is is close to league average. Baseball yeah, I would average. say so. The the team's problem is that our cleanup hitter right hit. now is John Hicks. I mean that's yeah, the team's we can, problem. We have no hitters and we have like zero power. Nico hit third today. Like that tells you everything you need to know. And I, I love Nico. Like he, I think I, I love said Nico, at the but... beginning of the year. Uh, Nico Goodrum is going to one make the team and before the all-star break he's going to be the third hitter. You so, would have said Oh my gosh, we're gonna lose a zillion games, and you'd only be partially wrong. <laughs> I was on Nico early, and to be fair, once Nico got in the lineup, I was it was early on in the year. I want to even say maybe the the second series of the year, he was hitting like fourth or fifth. Like they instantly put him kind of in that run producing spot. But yeah, I did I did not see a, a third, third. Well, where else do up. you go to find some power? Dude, um, I said this before. Dude's been balling out like. I, I like Nico. And, you know, I feel like Lynn has been all over this recently on Twitter. Like, he's not some diamond in the rough. He was a second rounder. Like, he was up up at the, the big leagues last year. Garden Hire is familiar with him. Yeah. You know who has that same narrative? Mikey Matuk. Yeah. And look what happened to him. Yeah, same real. narrative. He's a first round pick, and it's not his first rodeo, but he's kind of been poor. But here's the thing with Nico that makes him just a little bit different. The bat speed with Nico is really, really good. Like, you can just see it with your eyes. Like there is a little That's a good bit thing of... to see it with. <laughs> I was more meaning it doesn't take replays or whatever. Oh. Just just oh. watching him play, you can see it. Um, see it with your feelings. I do think. That's that's how we should all experience baseball. It's just only with our feelings. See it, see it with your feelings. Yeah. Um, anyway, I like I like Nico. All right, let's move on. Last topic, uh, and that awesome. is Joe Jimenez. He's our all star. All star Joe Jimenez. Yeah, hook slide. It's got his chest puffed out. He was the uh, chief uh, Jimenez defender last year. He was, when he and was he very much deserves it. all the crow that he's making people eat this year. Um, yep. Is this good for him? Speaking up for Joe, 
I don't know. I it's good for him because being an all-star is a is a fun accolade. It's a good experience. You go to the game, you rub elbows. I mean, nobody can ever take this away from him that he was a major league baseball all-star. Whatever happens in the rest of his life, he'll always have this. I hope there's much more and bigger career and he's an ace for years. He's a, a relief ace or closer for years to come, but I think it's cool. Now, is it going to make him a better pitcher? I I doubt it. Um I, I was a little surprised. I feel like Nick has obviously had the better season. Um, and the game, like w- when the game was supposed to mean something and it was all about, you know, getting that World Series home field advantage, it makes more sense to have a guy that can get you out of a jam like Joe. Um, it's not the yeah. case anymore. Uh, I was definitely surprised. And I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure it Nick was Nick. Uh, probably surprised. But let's be real. If it wasn't for this rule, we'd have zero all stars. True. And and Nick is going to get the call at some point anyway, because nobody wants to play. I think so. Like, right. Everybody's, oh, I have a bunion or whatever, and they don't want to so go. So where I wanted to go with this thing, um, Nick clearly has been uh, overlooked, at least by A.J. Hinch. Like, does, does his stock in terms of major league perception bode well for us re-signing him? You know, I, I, you would have if you're going to make that argument, you'd have to say some somehow all star voting or all star inclusion by the manager is is highly correlated to value for the club. And I don't think that's true. I think the two are fairly independent. Okay. I mean, yes, both are markers of excellent play, but I don't think they're they're so strongly linked. All right, that's fair. I just I think there could be a link between, by and large, baseball sleeping on him and us being able to sure. sign him, maybe a little yeah. bit cheaper. Um, and it, clearly, it's bad for trading him. Though I think you and I are in, in agreement at this point that we would rather but, see them resign him. But fans and Hinch uh, might be uh, blind to what Nick can do a little bit or not see it. But um, MLB GMs don't miss much, no, and that, they're not true. missing Nick's skills. Yep. Now there might be legitimate reasons why he doesn't get a big paycheck or he's undervalued. Most of all his glove. Um, but I don't think it's because of lack of perception from smart people. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll move on to your beef of the week here in a second. Um, but in looking at the, at, at um, baseball refs, uh, wins above replacement, I, ha- I came up with, or I saw an odd quirk. Um, Sandy Baez's season war, as you may remember, after yeah, one relief right. appearance, is higher than Shane Green's for the year. Oh, really? Oh, poor Shane. Poor Shane. All, all right. that, all that work, and he's bested by Sandy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, let's move on to you ranting about something. All right. Um, my, my beef of this week is this. Um, have you ever bought like a board game, especially like the children's games? I'm just talking about, you know, b- games and they come in this box. And the first time you open it, you're trying to pick the little pieces out and you got to punch little cards out of a cardboard, you know, casing or whatever. And so you play the game. And now what? You got to put it back. You can't put the game back in the box in the packaging in any reasonable way. Yes, you can. It's just you absolutely no, can. No, it's just like it never fits the right way. The the lid doesn't go all the way on. The pa- people designing this packaging have to do a lot better. And just having a reasonable package to take a game in and out without it just being a mess and falling apart. I'm not having that. I think you need to be pay more attention when you're pulling the game out to see how things fit in there. I, I think this is on you. And also, just, just be organized. Like, just, just take care. Just put the things in. Put, put, put. Everything's cheap and made in China, and, like, it falls apart. Like, if you don't get the little plastic slot or whatever, just right. No, it never goes in back a good way. It's stupid. And, the you know, the corners of the box, they're always tearing apart. You can't keep it nice. It's, game packaging, especially for children's game, is stupid. Have you, have you ever considered maybe you're just too rough on things? Maybe you should have gentler hands. Have soft hands. That's what that's what this game's all about. I I do have kind of crusher hands. I'm good at opening jars. That that is a equally useful skill. They just don't tend to go together. Yeah, uh, I'm not very graceful. It's true. Okay, so what would you rather have, grace or brute strength? Mm, brute strength. Because that's yeah. what you have. That's right. <laughs> Show it to those guys at the Kesha concert. Oh that's... man. That's right. All right, let's move on to crap that I saw on the side of the road while running. Um, Short one today, and then I have a name that tiger. Um, But today when I was running, it was, first of all, it was hot as balls. But it was, um, I ran about eight and a half miles. And through that process, I saw two Teslas, which are, you know, are the fancy, like, electric or whatever cars traverse city is the ann arbor of the north we really are and obviously our population has swelled up 17 times what it normally is i'm like yeah i'm like i run on back roads i mean i'm not running through downtown traverse city but yeah two teslas all right yeah. let's move on Traverse city's like you feeling swole that's right something like that all right let's move on to uh to a game that i created for you um it is name that tiger all right are you ready yeah, I'm ready. All right, the first clue. I was born June 19th, 1982 in Sonora, California. I know this already. You've got to be kidding me. You are... born in eight... Yeah, yeah, I know this. All right, I who know... is it? It's Phil Coke. It is Phil Coke. How do you know that? Why do you he's know that? In... Well, he's born in 82, so he's a, uh, he's just a little younger than me, which I knew. And he's from Sonora, California. Everybody knows where Phil is from. No, they don't. That's, that's yeah, a... I, 
I do. Hey, I pretended to be the dude on the internet for like three years. That okay, is, that is fair. Okay, that, I was gonna say I <laughs> yeah. I couldn't name a single place that a tiger was born. Even Blaine, I love Blaine. I have no idea where he was born. All right. Okay. So here are the rest of the clues. Uh, I played for five teams debuting in 2008 and made my Tigers debut in 2010. Um, I like Nickelback. That's where I thought you were going to oh, be able to jump that. in. I, um, I inexplicably jumped into the rotation after a career in the bullpen leading to mixed results and many saying that that move ruined my career. That uh, was a poor choice. I agree. Definitely a poor choice. I'm known for pointing at fly balls. My dad is keen to chat up Eric online. (laughs) I haven't heard from Doug in a while. (laughs) And some jagweed reached a minor level of internet fame, imitating me on Twitter, leading to us meeting in in an awkward rendezvous set up by Chris Iad. Yeah, I would have gotten it then, I think. You you think? Oh, okay. That's good. (laughs) Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Poor Phil. All right, let's move on to Twitter questions and emails. I have an email. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show via email, it's yeah. podcastianos at gmail.com. All right. This one comes in from Damon, and he is from across the pond. He's from uh, Cambridge. So I'm assuming he's smart. I've been to Cambridge. It's a you? cool city. Did, yeah. did, you, did you study at Cambridge? Uh, no, but... We went out to some bar one night and tried to pick up English chicks, but how, how did that go? Uh, the other, I, I wasn't trying very hard. What's your move? What, what do you go up to, to an English chicken say? <laughs> Just, you know, say, Hey, I'm from America. That, that works every time. Does, does that work? This was a long time ago. Hall. Okay. I don't want to incriminate myself. It's probably good. All right. Here's what Damon says. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jordan and Eric. I've been listening to the show now for a couple seasons. Just wanted to say it's one of the best sports podcasts out there. Uh, Great topical variety and a lot of fun. Well, thank you. Uh, Loving this uh, the Tigers this year. No expectations. Just surprised that there were several teams uh, in a worse position at the moment. Now the soccer season is almost over. Oh, this was from uh, this was from a while back. How do you see 2018, (laughs) 19 panning out for Man United and Newcastle? I'll let you go first because you guys obviously will, will. Will not do quite as well. Ah, that's harsh. So we finished actually mid table. I think we were eleventh, tenth, no tenth. So I would I would hope for a mid table finish again or a little bit better. It all depends on who we can bring in. Um, so they're looking at moving out. Richie would be a loss, but otherwise the guys that they're moving out, Chancellor and Bemba, and um, Matt Sells and stuff. Those guys are kind of expendable. We did sign the um, the goalie. Uh, Savak, so uh, I forget his name. Anyway, he's good. Is that the the dude you had for the end of last year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember him turning Martin, in an incredible performance against United. Yeah. Martin the Slovenian. Uh, I forget his last name, but he's awesome. Um, we need a couple pieces in, and the thing about Newcastle is they have not broke their transfer record since like the early '90s, and we're, we're due to bring in a good name and there's a lot of ownership struggles and stuff. So given that I'd be happy with another mid table finish. Let's be real. Um, as far as United. Oh, trust trust. Yeah. Uh, you got big John. That's all you need. John. <laughs> um, sorry, United go re- realistically and you would never, I was going to say, you'd never catch me and say this out loud. I'm literally saying this out loud to all of the people that listen to my show. Um, 
I don't see us finishing any higher than third. We are City have already gotten better. Um, Liverpool Dude, have already City's gotten better. So good. Um, I mean, we're going to need to bring in some pretty heavy pieces if we're going to compete with either of them. Like, they're just flat-out better teams than we are. But I will tell you this. Uh, the way Big Rom has been playing in the World Cup, I would be shocked if he doesn't win the uh, Golden Boot in the Premier League next year. Dude is on fire. Um, I remember when there was the, you know, who should we get? Him or Murata, uh, Alvaro Morata? Very this glad. This is Lukaku you're talking very about? Very glad we ended with Lukaku. He, he is yeah. uh, he's good. Um, I would love it if they brought in Gareth Bale. I think that would be the kind of move that would fire us a little bit, a little bit further. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that, you know, clearly we want to spend big money. I'm not sure that we're going to be able to do that wisely. But just saying these names, it illustrates that your club and mine are in different layers altogether. We definitely are. Different worlds, completely different. I picked United to be the team that I support before I knew anything about soccer, like anything. I, I knew the Wayne Rooney bicycle kick. Like that was, that was it. <laughs> um, and I don't know, like I, I love rooting for United. I wouldn't trade him for the world, but if I knowing what I do now, I'm not sure that that would be the team I would pick. I usually would go for somebody a little bit more like Newcastle, somebody a little less front runnery. Um, I had no idea that they were who they were. But so do you want Belgium now then or do you want England? Who's who's your World Cup team? It sounds terrible, but I'm like I'm good with any of them. Like I, I love sure. all all four of the way the way they play. Um, obviously, yeah. England have Jesse Lingard, who's probably my favorite player. France have Pogba. Belgium have Lukaku. Like I, I'm good. Yep. In, and Fellaini. Obviously. I kind of want to see England do it now. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Let's get into some Twitter questions now. Um, are you ready? Steve asks, uh, which tiger present or past do you think has the most whimsical name? His vote is Jim Whalewander. <laughs> <laughs> most whimsical name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mickey Tettleton. Ooh. I don't know. That's pretty whimsical. I think, I think, uh, uh Bobby Higginson is a pretty whimsical name. I'm sure there were missing like a lot of good one. N- Nook. Nope. Nook is go. a whimsical. I mean, Al Albuquerque is a pretty whimsical man. Al- for sure. Um, I mean, you, I ob- you obviously always have Ul- Ulrich Boyarski. Or yeah. Um, didn't we have um, Rusty Kuntz for a while? Or no? He just always played with the Royals. I don't know. He's old. he's old. You're old. You should know this. Oh, shut it. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's a million other whimsical names that we're forgetting that are all good but that yeah that's a good question uh at some other sean not the sean you're thinking of it's it's some other sean Uh, Sean, if the tigers players could only use kesha songs as walk-up songs uh which song would each player use and why this is obviously your department so i'll defer here um i tried my hand at this i don't know how i did uh dinosaur would be victor martinez for sure (laughs) Yeah, yeah that's fair your love is my drug, uh, Jacoby, Jacoby Jones. That's too soon. It's it's clever, but uh, that's that's a dig. Uh, we are who we are. Would be uh, Artie Lewicki and and Sawpold, just because they are who they are. Who they are. Victor Reyes. Um, let's see. Die Young would probably be uh, Delman. I would imagine. I thought that was going to go a really dark way. And I'm I'm glad that you took it. I'm glad you took it a little more lighthearted. 
yeah, I'm not here to hurt anybody. Uh, take it off would be for the grounds crew. Oh, I thought you would go with Daniel Norris there. <laughs> Daniel, right? As in woo, take it off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I had a stretch for the rest of it. Learn to let go would be uh, Eugenio Suarez. <laughs> we need to learn to let him go. That's good. I like that. Um, TikTok would be for the, the pitch clock operator. Ooh. I don't know. That's that's okay. These aren't walk up songs. I don't because I don't know that the the pitch clock operator gets a walk up song every week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then blow uh, would be Lance Stevenson. He's an NBA player. Yes, I'm familiar with this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good too. That's pretty that was, good. Uh, we had to reach for that one, but that that's what I got for you. All right. Uh, that that's good. I, those turned out better than I was expecting. <laughs> All right. Ed Miller at Ed Miller 19 says, uh, ask if they don't get traded next year, do you sign Iggy and Martin again? Oh, we kind of talked about this. Iggy. I don't know if they can afford him. Martin, I think it's traded. Yeah, I would assume so. He's, I mean, and then he's had the the injury issues, but when he's played, he's, he's been good. Right. Even if he does get traded, regardless if he gets traded, I, you know, maybe you sign him again. I don't know his stock. He's going to be a lot more expensive next year. That's for sure. Yeah. We got him cheap this year. Yeah. It, it, I guess it depends on your commitment to Jacoby Jones, how much he shows down the stretch. Um, yeah. What, what Kristen Stewart shows when he comes up, I mean, there might be a need for just bodies Gerber. in the outfield. Yeah. Gerbs. Why we haven't seen him in at least a little bit of run at this point. I, I have no idea. I guess Ronnie Rod could play out there. Him and Nico. <laughs> I feel like this next there's a gap between the next wave of prospects, the Bo Burrows, the Matt Mannings, the Fiatos, like Daz Cameron, Paredes. I put in that kind of wave of prospects between those guys and what we have now. There's kind of a gap. Yes. They're not like we don't have ready to go prospects. There's not a lot of choices. Um, Derek Hall did not pan out he would have been about that age where if he was ready to but he has he's not ready no i I know he's your you're you're a big fan uh ben decker asks us will joe jimenez end up being the only tigers all-star also what are the chances cassianos ends up going as a reserve kind of touch i think he probably goes yeah Yeah. and and truly he's worthy like he's been a very very good player this year would i cry if he doesn't make it there no but right uh, Jeremy Troya asks us, favorite all-star event minus the celebrity softball game reminds me of the old MTV rock and jock softball games, which I'm assuming you're old enough to remember. Uh, I do. I'm not digging the softball games because I don't like the banter. It's like too, it's like too, it's too reality show. It's like too produced. I don't, I don't want the softball game. Sorry. Do you, do you like the, the Derby? The Derby. Okay, a uh, true confession time. I'm gone for the All Star break, like every year out of the oh, country. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So okay. I, I hardly ever see it, but um, no, I can't watch the whole home run derby. Like I'll watch a little bit of it, but once you've seen like some, like you, you kind of get what it is, and you just kind of look for the results after. I mean, there's not a whole lot of because the whole thing goes for like two hours, Forever. two and a half hours. I don't need to watch all that home run hitting. Yeah, and I will say it has gotten significantly better since Chris Berman retired. Yeah, I could see that. He is the for sure. absolute worst. Uh, well, like I said, I haven't had the option of watching it live in many years. So, 
Uh, AJ Albright at Action Jackson eighty four asks us, um, "What's your favorite Kesha track?" And so this is what we've been um, waiting the entire show to find out. Okay, take it off was hilarious at the concert. I I saw more clothes and undergarments being thrown on stage. It was uh, it was ridiculous. Now, did you join in? Uh, I'm pleading the fifth. Played the fifth. Now, it makes you wonder, did they bring extra garments to, to throw, they had to assuming well, that they would be losing them at this given song? Well, I there were, I seem to have noticed uh, some lacking brassiers on the way out. So I think that was legitimate, you know, just took one with them yeah. and, and threw it out. Yeah, I guess you got to um, use what you got. Yeah. Uh, you know, timber is good. We are who we are is good. But They're all more, good. But this place about to blow. No way. You, you, you have to consider them in the right sense. Come on now. <laughs> uh, Anthony Troy asks us, do you think Castellanos getting snubbed for the all-star team will fuel him to go beast mode in the second half? Yes. Yes. I do not. I don't. I, I think the second the game is over and maybe even before that, if he doesn't end up going, um, he will completely forget 100% of the. I think I went on this this ramp page before, but like the players want three or four days off in a row. Yeah. I I mean, if you're a first time guy, yeah, maybe you're honored to go to the All Star game. But after a couple times, or if you think you're good enough, like you, the the season's a grind. You want the break. Yeah. Uh, two more. Uh, Dropkick Hoonigan asks us with the remaining season on seasons on Cabrera's contract, what number uh, do you think will be higher games played or days on the DL games played? I would, I would hope Negative so. Pants. <laughs> I mean, he's been hurt a lot, but he hasn't necessarily spent a lot of time on the DL over the course of his career. He's played terribly through his injuries. That's kind of his, his shtick. Right. I think it's a tongue in cheek question. Yeah. But we're going to pretend it's serious and scold you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the last one is, I'm assuming Texas, Sparty. It's just TX. Can I, is it fair to make that jump? Tex. Sure. Uh, does skipping uh, watching the Tigers to watch the World Cup make me a bad fan? No. Yeah, we, we, we talked about this earlier. It makes it's you fine. It makes you a good citizen of the world to know what's going on in, in sports outside of, of America. Um, can, will you allow me to soapbox a little bit here? Please do. Okay. So one thing that has really pissed me off over the course of the World Cup is all of the Americans jumping in and saying, oh, they got to fix diving. Like, there's something wrong with this sport. They got to fix diving. If you only watch once every four years, don't feel the need to fix the world's most popular sport. Maybe just skip watching it that once every four years. Like, I don't watch football, American football, and be like, Oh man, the wide receivers that throw a hissy fit every time they don't get a pass interference call. Like we got, we got to fix that. Right. Like that, there's something wrong with right. that. I can't watch the sport. Like just shut up. Nobody cares what you think. Like you're, you're not that important. Just chill. I'm 90% agreeing with you. The 10% of me is saying also like real soccer fans, like in Latin and South America are destroying Neymar. For his oh, yeah, shenanigans. Like, don't get like, me wrong. It's a little much. Yes, there would be, it, the game would be better with less diving. But any any measurement measure you take to stop it is just going to screw with the integrity of the game. 
like I feel like it's very similar to the pace of play stuff with baseball. Like you are just yeah. going to alienate the established fan base trying to chase after a few hit or miss casual fans. Like it never is going to work out. I will tell you though, I've really grown on soccer. I do love soccer. I watch it, but there are parts that are maddening to me and I would like to fix the clock. For instance, drives me insane. Really? Why? Yeah. Well, we're just going to add like some unknown amount of time. Arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want to do that, just have the clock the normal way and give the ref a clicker. When time is out for an injury, you click it. And then when time is back in, you click the thicker again. And that's it. And the card thing, like the punishments are so severe. Like you don't have gradients of like you get a yellow card, which is basically a warning or nothing. Or you get a red card like you're ejected. There's nothing really in the middle. Same thing with penalty kick. I mean, the the degree – I know the system has worked for decades, but that part kind of bothers me. Yeah, too. Whitney and I were discussing this. Like I feel like a big problem that Americans have with soccer is that it's so free freeform. Like you know, yeah. the ball can kind of roll out, but if the same guy's playing it, they'll just let yeah. it play on. And if there's a foul, you know, you can – play you know play on play the advantage and come back like i do kind of like that though it's just yeah, that's going it's just a different setup than american sports like you know there is a million different penalties that you could call in any given nfl play and yeah. half of them come back and you you, you know redo what, yeah. what just happened like soccer it, the idea is flow you don't want stoppages yeah. and i think that's something that's really hard for american sports fans to kind of get around here's another thing to blow your mind Soccer should have a blue line like hockey. Why? What would an extra line on the field do? Well, are you not familiar with hockey? Oh, That's you the want, offside. So you want a set offside uh, line, line yeah. as opposed to how it's yes. done. If the ball's the first thing in the zone, it's fine. To be fair, pretty much nobody has a has a problem understanding. Like everyone, everyone's kind of on a the understanding of the offside rule except for people in this country that's true well, yeah. and, and i think that goes back to set rules like there isn't a designated spot and i think that that uh leniency and whatnot is, is something that we we struggle with which I mean, there's we, gonna be a lot of listeners who are gonna be so happy when this world cup's over as we talk about soccer yeah then we're gonna talk about the premier league so just get used to it it's our show. <laughs> Suck it. That's true. It's true. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall 23. Eric is at Comeric Eric. And the show is at Podcastianos. On Instagram, I am at Jordino4. Facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And leave us a review, a rating. We're up, we're up to a lot of ratings. We don't have quite as many reviews. So if you're considering doing one or the other, maybe do both. <laughs> but you definitely sure. leave us a review. Say something funny. Uh, more people will find us and we'll get richer. That's that's the goal. Um, anything else? To, that was tongue-in-cheek, by the way. I don't know yep. that anyone has ever gone into podcasting to get rich. Anyway. Correct. Uh, anything else to say to the people before we get out of here for the week? Um, I'm off for a couple weeks, friends. So, I, you know, I'm sure you'll find somebody to replace me. But um, like best wishes, I'll be back in a while. So. What's that? I said like anyone could fill those shoes. Uh, anybody with a pulse and a voice would be fine. Uh, with that being said, we will catch you guys. I will catch you guys next week and eat them up, yep. Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. <laughs>